Welcome back to Race and History Week 2022. Our special guest is here, Mike Bean, and our wonderful host, Jeff Hammond. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Judy. I hope y'all are doing well. Mike, how you doing this morning, my friend? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Well, now that you're here, I am smiling ear to ear, man. I, I'm really go. looking forward to getting a chance to pick your brain a little bit, talk a little bit about history, but also talk about the future. Okay, good. I appreciate Excellent. you having me on. Very good. So you guys are on for the next uh, 50 minutes. Thank you very much. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Mike, how things going up at GMS? I mean, it's hard to believe. Let, let me stop right here a second before I go to this direction. I was sitting here thinking about you and I. Help me help make sure I get this right. Okay. I've known you, what, 40 years we met back at, I mean, oh, you were yeah. with Harry Gant, with Harry yeah. Gant back in the late 70s. Yeah, you was with Junior. Yeah. yeah. You remember me and Harry used to come over and buy parts and stuff. Yeah. Know, and that's the first time I, you know, really got to know you there. And, uh, yeah, it's been that long, Jeff. <laughs> it's hard to believe. And, and the thing is, I'm doing it in a different vein, but where you are, I mean, you're still – you're still toting water every day, buddy. I mean, it's, it's just like, you know, you're whether you're a crew chief or whether you're team manager or, you know, it's, it don't seem like you slow down. No, no, don't, we don't ever slow down. I mean, you know, it's, uh, there's, we always, Mr. Gallagher and I, we always look at if it's opportunity for us to grow, we're going to take it, which, you know, we started this deal. Uh, I came here in 14, you know, at the end of 14 and, you know, it's two trucks and ARCA team. And now here we are with, we're fixing to announce our third truck, of course, here in the next week. So we just don't know when to quit. You know, it's, uh, we love it, enjoy it. And, you know, Jeff, once you get in your blood, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to, you, well, you never get it out, right? We No, no, you, we you, know, you always right? enjoy it. Yeah, it's all we know. Yeah. But I was going to start off and say it's hard to believe that Petty GMS is not even one year old. I mean, you yeah. guys formed Petty GMS December of 2021, right? Or two years old? Yeah. yeah no, it's one year old. One year old. Fact, in fact, it's December 7th when we signed the papers mm -hmm. a year ago. Well, almost a year ago. And yeah, it's been, uh, like I said, it's been. It's been a lot of work the last 11 months, 12 months, you know, and, uh, you know, just, we laid the infrastructure. We, we, you know, and I know, I mean, you've talked about this before. We kind of laid the infrastructure for this deal a couple years ago and, you know, looking at, you know, starting a cup team and, you know, we won the truck championship and we said, what are we going to do now? And we decided to look into it. And then we knew the new car was coming. So we just waited. And, you know, we agreed to do the one car, you know, in 22. And then this, the charter stuff come about. We was prepared to race without a charter if we needed to. Just, uh, but anyway, so it worked out. And it's like all of a sudden, you know, more, Maury and I laugh about it. It's like, you know, oh, crap day two okay day one you buy it then day two what are you going to do right so you know kind of you go you know uh okay well here we go and you know it's uh but we've been very blessed you know with Dave Ells and Joey Cohen and got a really good staff and you know we we've stumbled but we've learned a lot we you know won a race so you know it's big for us and the next step you know so we just keep growing for sure well, you know, as you said, we, you and I have talked a lot because we spent yeah. some time together with the SRX deal, had a chance to me to hear what you had to say and had going on. And I thought for a couple of times, I have to take you to the emergency room because, you know, you you had so much going on, man. You looked like you were yeah. on a short circuit, you know? Oh, but yeah. Yeah. I was, it, uh, what I was trying to do there. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible, uh, you know, to be able to have the accomplishment um, in less than a year. I mean, I, you just you, you don't normally see this with somebody who literally you had you had a, a shop, 
Yeah. And, and it was empty. It was empty. You yeah. Know? And, and you guys put a car in there and started building. And, you know, you, you made it to the test. You need to make it to make, make yep. early on in the year, you know, going into L.A. And yet you got competitive enough. You already touched on it to win a race and not only win a race, but win Darlington. I mean, it, that's that's what you call a feather in your cap. I mean, don't take take me wrong when I say this to anybody who's ever won Talladega or Daytona. Sometimes those tracks are you expect the unexpected. Oh, but yeah. you don't do that, darling. I mean, you, Jeff, that was the beauty of it. I mean, especially the forty-three went in there, you know, and it was it's kind of ironic for me. It was a very emotional day, of course. I mean, you know, you can relate to it. You know, the uh, it'd been fifty years since Richard and Dale had won there, the Southern Five Hundred, and then it'd been twenty-eight years or something like that since. Bill Elliott and I won there with Junior's last win, you know, in the Cup Series. You know, so it was very emotional for me, of course, to, you know, for that day. And I just couldn't believe it, especially, you know, people want to win Daytona. They want to win this. But, man, I mean, just, you you know, you've been there. Winning the Southern 500 is just something pretty cool about that, right? Because, you know, being the oldest race and, you know, people like us, you know, we we respect the history of the sport and to be part of that, it was just crazy. I mean, you know, whenever we were sitting there and I went, holy crap, man, we we might be able to win this race. And, you know, uh, Richard and Dale had already left because it's going to hold people in the infield, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I hated that we didn't get to share it with them, but, you know, to win the Southern 500 and I mean, it's like, you just almost couldn't believe it. It was, it was unreal. So when you said, when you said you started laying the infrastructure, how has the progression gone with your organization since that decision, the people you've hired and the progress you're making. And now, you know, you're, you're going to have that two car team again, but Oh, by the way, you got a new partner, new yeah. owner, and uh, he wants to run the Daytona 500. So now you got a, a oh, third yeah. team. You, you got to get ready for. Um, how is how how is that progression going? Tell me how that's gone from you know going from one it, to two it, now to three. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone real well. You know, we, you know, once we started talking to Jimmy, I mean, yeah, in fact, I just finished up a meeting in here about the progression of the you know, of uh, the cars, the hauler, the pit box. I mean, you know, I always, Kid Maury, you know, he always laugh. He He's 3,000 miles away, so it's easy for him to say, oh, yeah, let's do it. Then it kind of gets dumped in my lap. But, you know, it's, uh, you yeah, know, but that's okay. But, you know, it's it's going well. I mean, we got the first car. Uh, honestly, that we could put a body, these guys down here, he, it's not like the old days, you know, in three days, the body's on the car. I mean, yeah. you know, so, yeah, I mean, there is some difference there. You work on stuff, but you know, it's not like we go to the one tunnel all the time now, like we used to, right? Where the tunnel out in December and January. And, you know, so, you know, you've experienced, you know, you, you build a speedway car and you, you go to the tunnel, you blow it, come home and, you know, okay, the body comes back off. Start over, right? right. You, you, you try to get where you blow it in 1st of December and 1st of January. Then we have blown trucks here before and load them in the hauler, take them to Daytona too. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, but the cars come along well, the hauler, the pit box, you know, uh, working on the team, the crew, and stuff like that. And, uh Jimmy and his group's really working hard on, you know, partners. And so it's exciting. It's a lot to, but, you know, very blessed to have really good people. It's, you know, and everybody's, everybody's excited about Jimmy, you know, GMs, you know, of course we couldn't do this without General Motors and, you know, thankful for, you know, Pat, Suey and Jim Campbell and, you know, uh, Eric Warren and Dane Parentoni, you know, that support us, you know, and, but yeah, really excited, you know, about the trucks with Grant and you know Daniel. And like I said, we're gonna make our third announcement, our third truck here, uh, December sixth, I believe that's what we're shooting for. But you know, Jimmy's deal's come along fine. He's excited. 
what you know about Jimmy Johnson is the truth. I mean, he works his tail off. I'm telling you, he works hard. His work ethic is amazing. I mean, he'll text you at six o'clock in the morning and yeah, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Just like you say, that's, that's a lot of fun, you know, to the excitement in, uh, you know, he's just a great guy and the people he's got associated with him. So we're, yeah, I don't, it's like whenever I announced Noah, we announced Noah's coming, you know, we got to fast track this stuff and we are, we, we're really, we're really trying to fast track it to, you know, so. Well, we are, we're already getting some, uh, some panelists right now that are wanting to know a couple of things. And one of them okay. would like to understand um, how important is uh, the standpoint that having both Jimmy and Richard uh, as far as marketing is concerned, I mean, you got to face it. You got a 14 time champion. You got 14 championships, 22 of them. And, yeah. you know, the number of Daytona wins is, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying, Mike, you got between 284 wins and you throw Eric's in there, that's 285 wins in that shop, that shop, yeah. shop right now. I well, mean, I mean, that's, yeah, uh, and don't forget Emman too, right? Eight championships and you know what I'm saying? So they all, he's yeah. here. He comes here and, you know, always enjoy that. You know, he comes and, you know, uh, shares good good stuff with us. He likes to sit on the box. So it's always exciting when Richard and Dale comes to race. But, you know, the marketing part of it, it's definitely a lot of excitement there. Trying to tie seven and seven is, is pretty cool. Uh, it seems to be, you know, gaining a lot of momentum. I know uh, it's pretty – I think there's going to be some – really cool announcements here soon on stuff and you know richard's a big part of this just like jimmy is and dale and so it's amazing that once we made the announcement with jimmy like people started connecting the dots or ever how you want to put it in yeah. it's pretty neat to it like i said it's a lot I mean, people are just throwing so many ideas at you. Seven times seven, 49. Then, yeah, I mean, it's like, holy crap, man. I mean, it's like, I would have never thought of that. You know, and so it's pretty exciting to see it and be part of it. But it's definitely taken off. You know, you know, we're, we're in a situation now where I don't have to tell everybody, you know, just we everybody's watching the economy, watching this and that. So it's, it is, uh, but we've had a lot of people reach out to us companies and stuff that want to be associated with it. So now we're just trying to, you know, put the best deal together. And uh, I feel pretty good about the partners that we're, that we're talking to. It's pretty exciting. And hopefully we'll have an announcement here, you know, probably the first of the year on some stuff. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, how cool is it to be able to market Jimmy Johnson and Richard Petty, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's what you call a one-two punch. It's kind of hard yeah. to top. I mean, that's the whole thing is, that, you know, it's like, yeah, I know that um, he's not running for a championship as far as Jimmy's concerned. Yeah. But anybody that knows Richard Petty and has been around Jimmy Johnson, you've got two highly respected and very eloquent speakers and those two guys yeah. alone. I mean, and they, they have, I mean, it's almost like whatever Richard hasn't covered during his career, Jimmy has during his. And like I say, it wasn't like he walked away from NASCAR. He now has IndyCar experience to bring yeah. in. So, I mean, it's like he he's his brand, um, not to say it's as big as Richard's brand, but both of them are sizable. And, and the overall, you know, recognition that these two guys bring to the table. I mean, you know what, you've been around it with, you know, a ton of different sponsors. I don't have to tell you that that's what every sponsor is looking for. What kind of branding, what kind of uh, people recognition can right. we get if we associate with y'all? What can we get we can't get going some other direction? Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, Richard and Jimmy both, you know, being part of this, they recognize how important that is, right? And they want to they wanna be part of that. They want to, you know... Uh, they want to, they want to really, they want us, Petty GMS, you know, working on the name, but, you know, they want to be used. They enjoy meeting people. They enjoy partners. You know, uh, Richard, 
we were talking the other day, I was laughing. I said, man, you're 80-some years old, and he still just loves the fans, right? He still mm-hmm. he wants to be part of it. And, you know, it's like to this day, I mean, I've never met someone that just – he loves the fans. I mean, you know, just people – we had a fan appreciation day here. It was amazing the people that showed up, right, and just uh, – they love him, and and the reason they do is, you know, he. I mean, he'll sign till, you know, we're supposed to have so many, but he finally just told everybody, forget it, just keep bringing them. So that's King, right? He he's not going to leave till he signs the last one. So no. it's it's fun. It's uh, I always I always tell him when I worked and I was Kyle's crew chief and we'd go to these races and he'd be bound to term to sign every autograph and we'd be at Pocono or Dover and we just want to get the heck out of there because we're the ones going to have to drive home. He's going to lay in the back of the van and sleep, right? The king was. <laughs> you know, it's like, we got to go, Richard. And, you know, it's like we always made sure we was in another vehicle if we could just because, you know, I had to go to work the next day. He did. So, you know, it's like uh, – but he had to sign autographs for after the race. We go, come on, man. We'd be three hours down the road here. But you know, it's uh yeah, it's it's good fun to watch these guys. And yeah, you know, Jimmy and, Jimmy and Richard's got the most respect for each other. And you know this to be true. If you if you know Richard when he sees you, what's what's he usually usually say? Hey buddy. Hey buddy. Oh yeah. Hey buddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's his I mean you know, that's him. That's him. So, Mike, you know, with with the powerhouse you've got there, right? And you, and looking at, at building the teams, is Jimmy involved in who's going to be on his team, or is he just kind of leave that up to you and Dave Allen's or somebody else up there at the shop? To kind he's of let that up to together? us. He's let that up to okay. us. You know, uh, to you know, put that together. You know, and uh, he. Yeah, we talk about it some with spotting and, you know, crew chiefs and stuff. You know, we, we have a pretty good infrastructure in, like I said, in crew chief stuff and, you know, engineers. I mean, yeah, we're, I mean, we're not like Penske or Hendrix yet, but, you know, we have over 15 engineers that work for us now, you know, between our trucks and everything else and, you know, the cup cars. So, you know, it's, uh, it's so different. Yeah, Jeff, I want you to go one weekend with us and just experience the Cubs stuff. It's just so different now with the information you have. And, you know, I don't know. It's every time I walk in Daytona, I think about how we used to, you knew come, when you walked in that garage that morning, you're just going to change engines two or three times, right? You knew it, right? You <laughs> may as well, you know. I can still remember walking out of the garage and couldn't feel the fingertips, right? Burning headers and, you know, the whole deal. Oh. Still, you know, it's uh, it's just so different. I mean, you know, they got so much information now. Those engineers, they sit there and they just bang on those computers all day. You know, it's uh, it's pretty interesting to, you know, and I want you to come up here one Sunday during the race with the war room up here. It's pretty sit there and you just – I mean, we got three, four engineers that sit in there and that chats to the crew chiefs. And I mean, you know, you have the eye in the, eye in the sky, you got the SMTs, you have this, and you, they're sitting there and the engineers are speaking with the other engineers. I mean, it's like, it's crazy, man, the stuff. I still, you know, you think about, you know, when we used to just write on a notepad to the, yep. you know, the tire guy, right? You know, because it's too loud you know, to talk or just, you know, how we used to do it. And, you know, now it's just, it's so, uh, it's different, of course, but I, yeah, I want you to go one weekend with us. I want you to see how. It'd be, it'd be my honor. Cause again, you know, I, I think that I know just enough to be dangerous about some of this stuff. And, and it amazes me that you know the way they're able to keep the communication lines open yeah. but separate and that way you can have conversations like you said dry race boards and grabbing got some guy by the ear yeah. enough and hollering in his ear you hear what i said you know? oh yeah um, yeah it's, that, uh, those days you don't you don't see that you don't you know everything is a, such more of a I, I say a controlled environment that's out of control yeah i mean uh it's crazy just to think about, you know, when we used to run 500 miles or 500 laps, everybody, you want to look at it, you know, and 
it's not like you had a place to sit, right? You just, you just did, you just stood around for, you didn't stand around, but for 500 last 500 miles, it's not like you had a place to sit, you know, and plus you just like me, you used to jack man. I was a tire changer. So it's like, you know, you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't relax. You, couldn't, you never relax because, you no. know, there's always something going on that, you know, uh, but yeah, it's, I, I always kid before we got in cup racing, I said, you know, it's these, these teams, they take more people to cook than we used to take for a whole crew, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, you, yeah, but anyway, it's definitely times have changed. It has changed. It's changed a lot. And, you know, while we're talking about times changing, it was a really exciting 2022 season for so many reasons. I mean, again, you were part of breaking the record of, of wins in a season by a team. I mean, when you think about it, 19, almost 20 teams have, you know, won yeah. uh, race this past year. And, it's, you know, on average, there was 36 teams showing up average. Yeah, you know. that crazy? Yeah. It is crazy. But, it again, you, you've, you've experienced that. I was excited because I knew that there were more people right now had an opportunity to go to victory lane like you and yeah. I have through our careers. Yeah. And if you've not ever been to, a, uh, you know, never won a race on a team, then, you know, I feel for you because there's nothing like winning a race. Exactly. You know? I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly right, Jeff. You know, it, especially, you know, and I know I go back to even the trucks and stuff, you know, one enjoy the trucks and stuff just because we get to experience some of these young drivers that wins their first race, right. To share that with their parents or grandparents or their uncles and aunts and cousins and stuff. You know, I still, you know, I still, when Kaz Grawler won Daytona in our truck, it's like, you know, with Darius and Karen, I mean, you know, the excitement, like, Oh my gosh, we just won Daytona. We weren't expecting to do that. Right. You know, so yeah. it's, it's been it's it's always cool to see that, but you know it's uh it's definitely uh but the Darlington win was really it was so emotional for a lot of people just because you can't imagine how hard these guys worked to get to there right till September. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking between putting the deals together. I mean, we're talking haulers and teams. I mean, some of the stuff was done, but still you had to convert the haulers to fit this new car. And yeah, just uh, go to, yeah, go to where we went to Phoenix and you know, went to Charlotte, you know, and just the tests and stuff. And uh, it was just insane how much, you know, it, it was funny because we said, you know, it'd be nice to go to the racetrack where we can get some rest now, right? Yeah, where, you know, it's, uh, you know, because they'll run you out of the garage. So, you know, it's, uh, these guys did an amazing job. I'm proud of them and all the men and women that made this happen, you know, and um, like I said, I keep going back to the fact, I mean, that was, that was a long 10, 11 months. It was, it was a lot more than more than people realize to get to that you know and one thing to get there but like i always tell the message here is you know we don't want to survive we want to succeed so you know that's that's what we have to do well the, the other thing is uh you talk about how, how hard it was to get to here yeah, but I touched on it early on. You've been out of sport forty years, and and like I say, you have worked on every race car from, you know, Emmanuel Zavakis to Banjo Matthews to Hudson yeah. Pagan. You know, I'm saying oh, just yeah. go down the list of everything you 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 put your hands on through your career. What's your assessment of this car? Um, I know that, that I'm not I'm trying to put you in a, in a corner here, but I mean, okay. I know that safety wise. Uh, there's some rooms for improvement, but in my opinion, overall, the, co the competition seemed like it's pretty dang good. I thought the competition was great. I think that, you know, it, it's kind of, it, it's interesting, Jeff, even all the years of racing, you, you, you watch it, it's like, you can't, you never really saw anyone just dominate, right? I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. I always say, you know, you, you run well this week 
but there's no guarantee that you're going to run well the next week, right? You know, it's like before where we had hit on something, you know, I know you've been there many times with Daryl and, you know, it's like you hit on something and you just ride that horse to it. Just you either get caught or you break it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's like this thing here. I mean, you know, you just go and, you know, you luckily we have a notebook now, you know, we ran well at Darlington the first race and the second race, Dave and those guys, they executed well. I mean, we had some luck, but you know, still, uh, there's just no guarantees now. I mean, yeah, you, like I said, some of these races you go to and you see people that run well for one week and the next week, it's like they've never been to a racetrack, right? They just tear it. Right. So, you know, it's, uh, this, this car has definitely created a lot of challenges, but, uh, you know, I like it. I mean, I think it's, of course, I like it because I think it is a big equalizer, like you said. I mean, you know, with the different winners, you know, and the organizations and stuff, and, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen, you know, different companies, racing companies run well. And, uh, you know, like McDowell and that crowd, you know, you know, they did a nice job and you've seen, you know, uh, people that, you know, before with the Gen 6 car, you know, they just wouldn't, they do okay, but, you know, now they just run well. And that's kind of where we're at. Like, you know, uh, I'll be honest with you, if, if it wouldn't be for this new car, we'd have never got in it. I don't feel like just, you know, we, it's that Gen 6 car or what you want to call it. You know, I mean, there's so much development work. There was so much yeah, you know, stuff and I mean it's just insane. We we would have never went down that path because it was just we'd just been so far behind on engineering with that car. And with this car, it's I mean there's a lot of engineering, but you know, GM provides a lot of data for us. So you know, now we just have right. to decipher it. Folks, if you're uh, have tuned in for today's uh, seminar with Mike Beam, now if you got a question. Uh, feel free to ask it because, again, you know, that's what we're here for. Well, we do appreciate you uh, being an attendee and want you to get involved here with us because uh, this is what this industry week is all about. It's about you and your company and any kind of question that we can ask ask for you to someone like Mike Bing. Please, uh, please feel free to, to do that. Mike, um, you know, we're, we've been focusing a lot really on 2022. And I know that 2023 is right around the corner. Right. But, uh, you know, here we got guys been sitting on this and he wants me to do it for, for him. John Stewart, talk about your future and particularly signing Noah Gregson and, right. and that, that deal uh, here again. You know, you thought you had a pretty strong team with Eric Jones. And, and then, you know, now you got Noah Gregson coming in. You bring his crew chief in. Uh, Luke Lambert. I mean, you just, you just, you like I say once again, you you made your organization stronger in two moves right there. Uh, yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, it's in in, in Philip Bell, the engineer, come too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and a couple of the you know road guys that they you know that really that championship effort team and yeah i'm sorry dale jr and joe matt <coughs> w and kelly that yeah I, but you know it's we're excited about that group you know noah he's uh signing noah was was an opportunity i knew that he wanted to go cup racing you know we talked a little bit with i mean brandon McReynolds, you know larry's son you know he works with you know noah and just does an amazing job and we just started talking one day and uh he said you yeah, do you think there's any chance that you'd be interested in Noah I said I yeah I think that would definitely something we'll look into you know Ty was doing a good job but you know it's like you know you've been there for and it's like you yeah you know all of a sudden you have Eric Jones I think is 26 you know and Noah's 24 25 and yeah looking for the future so uh then I started talking to Luke and Philip, Philip Bell, he had been an engineer here before in the trucks and left to go to Junior Motorsports probably about four or five years ago. So, yeah, it's like the timing was right to get involved with Noah and that group. And so we had to make a tough decision, you know, about that. And, you know, we just decided, you know, Noah's who we're going to go with. And that's what we did. So 
especially the whole package deal with you know Luke Lambert and Philip Bell and you right. know uh, Dex and Josh Cheney and that crowd. So you're pretty excited to get that you know that group uh, put together. So you know and you know and Noah was driving you know Matt and Chris's car some, so he's getting some experience. And then Alex got you know the concussion, so. You know, luckily, we're very, very blessed that Noah has quite a bit of experience now in the car. I say quite a bit. Yeah, but so it's not like we're going to start new. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it was a no-brainer for us to sign Noah. Being from Vegas, Maury's from Vegas, and he's known, you know, Scott and Jill for many years out there. You know, and they live fairly close to each other. So it, it just worked out well that – the timing was right to make it happen. And we, you know, we're very, very fortunate that we made it happen. Well, Mike, you know, you bring up a point I want to make sure I address while we're here. And that is the fact that it's hard to get continuity in a team overnight. And so when you can bring in guys that have worked together from the crew chief to an engineer and the people that the driver is comfortable with, the crew chief knows how to communicate with, and they've all got their, got their, back i mean to me as a team manager i mean that's got to be you know christmas come early yeah i mean you've been there jeff right i mean you know and Mm -hmm. you know how important it is you know for the trust factor between the crew chief and the driver i mean you 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 did it with you know with daryl i did it with bill and you know uh you know and then you it's (laughs) You know, you, you have you have the list, right? So I got to accomplish this, I got to accomplish that. But you know, at this level now, you know, you're racing the very best people in the world in stock car racing. So you can't do any experiments, right? You have to be pretty sure of what you're doing because it's kind of like our trucks. You know, made a change this year with Hensley and Grant late too late in the year, but you know they you know they they come around and stuff you know I learned my lesson a lot of this stuff you know the way I see things but you know you just can't mess with history right and you know uh those cats you know Luke and Noah and that whole crowd you know they just mashed and you know uh you're right whenever we got the deal done with Luke whenever I got that deal signed and then Philip signed you know the engineer and a couple of the guys off the team and stuff, I just couldn't believe it. I said, oh, my. I mean, that's hard to do, right? That's hard yeah. to do. And I just can't believe, you know, we were so blessed that worked out for us. And uh, those guys coming in here, and they hadn't missed a beat. They just, you know, I'm really proud of, you know, the fact they just come in here and they fit right in. You know, it's like, you know, it's like they've worked here for a year or two. So it's worked out well. Well, but you, you've done a really good job of, and I know from what I've seen when I've been up to your shop, you've done a really good job of making this thing, you know, your organization like a Hendrick, you know, like yeah. a Penske. You know, you're giving people not, you know, a, a truck team. You're giving them an opportunity to be involved in an organization that's growing. And yeah. I think that's the other thing is, you know, how exciting can it be? I mean, we both have built teams before. And there's yeah. nothing any more fun to be on the front end of building. You know, let's be honest. We, we, we go into the idea of building a dynasty. You know, you want to yeah. build something that's going to be around for a long period of time. And you, you've got to be able to do it with good people, you know, with good drivers. And if you can put that together, then everybody benefits. And, you know, and you accomplish what you did last year. I mean, I would dare say if, if you don't at least win a race, next year you're going to be extremely disappointed but more than likely yeah. you you're thinking we need we need to win two or three races this year you know, well you know what we got yeah i mean if you really look at it you know it's like i know you know ifs and ands and stuff but you know if things went our way you know eric he had a really good shot lana had a really good shot at talladega you know both races mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we could have been sitting here with two or three wins if things go your way. And, you know, so with that, yeah, I would, you know, I always kind of see like even our trucks, you know, give people, I don't give, but I'd say hopefully by Charlotte in May, you're well on your way here. You kind of figure out, 
you know, you kind of break the season up and you say, okay, well, here's what we did well. Here's what we didn't do well. Here's what we need to make sure we do better. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of change and you adapt. And so, you know, uh, if we don't win a couple races, I'm going to be, we're going to be very disappointed. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. Well, Bruce Martin, he wants to know, you know, Jimmy is stressed that he wants to do the double by running Indy 500 to Coca-Cola yeah. 600 the same day. He is. From the team standpoint, Mike, how, how, how are you going to handle all that, man? You know, is, is this something that you've already got on the calendar and you're working toward and understanding all the things yeah. you got to get ready? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely, you know, from the very first conversation with Jimmy, you know, he, because we were talking about the Indy cars, his, you know, making Indy and qualifying and stuff, you know, because <clears throat> it's a funny story, you know, when he did his rookie orientation up there and he mm-hmm. his like first or second lap in the Indy car up there. And, you know, you got to run, I guess, 200, 210 or something like that. Ever how, and he realized after he'd run like the first couple laps in the Indy car that he'd already run faster than, uh, He'd, he'd already run faster than what he qualified the pole wear in his cup car, right? Yeah, it's like he's talking about the Indy cars, how you know how to drive them. But yes, there's been a lot, there's been a lot of discussion, a lot of work put in uh facilitating getting that you know uh plan together. Uh you know, talking to NASCAR and you know, just uh and figuring out okay, the schedule at Charlotte and you know, making this or that happen and so there's a laundry list here that uh waiting to you know really execute it you know and i feel i feel pretty good about it you know we got airplanes and we got stuff you know now we just one thing we can't do is the weather so we'll just deal with that but you know uh probably get grant to drive it some you know that weekend if we have to and somebody like that you know, to help us out. And, uh, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's definitely on the list. Uh, you know, Jeff, yeah, you've done it for a long time. You kind of put it on the list. You say, okay, I'm going to – on my calendar, it gets pretty full because you say, okay, on December 28th, I'm going to revisit that, right? That's what I have to yeah. do. And, you know, it's uh, – my calendar is a dang nightmare, it seems like. And, you know, so – but uh, – yeah, it's definitely it's exciting, you know. And Jimmy, he's uh, he's really wanting to do it, and, I, and we're we say, okay, sure, if you want to do it, yeah, let's do it. So that's the plan. Well, you do know that's going to make him the oldest driver to do the double. Yeah, I ain't worried about him. I mean, that guy, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's amazing. His, you know, workout, and you know, he, he just so. I mean, good gosh. He, yeah, he's the least problem. You know, we, we talked about Noah and the experience that he had mm-hmm. coming into your organization in 2022, you know, getting right. an opportunity to drive for other teams. So he, he's, this is not a foreign car to him. What about where does, where does Jimmy fall? I mean, how much experience has he got in one of these cars? And has he been going to the simulator already to get himself yeah. more acclimated? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like with this car kind of like the IMSA, you know, sequential shift and all that stuff, you know, he drove, you know, uh, the Cadillacs and all that stuff, you know, so he's drove stuff, you know, it's, it is definitely different. I mean, you know, like he said, like the Indy car, you know, it doesn't have quarter panels, so it don't have side force or, you know, y'all moments and stuff like that. So it's definitely different for him. So, you know, uh, he does, and he has been, you know, uh, involved in that garage 56 stuff i believe that's what it is you know know it you know with rick and chad and greg ives and them so you know he has been work you know in the simulator and stuff so yeah he uh hopefully we can get a uh a test kind of like you know justin and them deal with kimmy rocking you know before they ran Watkins glen you know right I think we'll get some clarity on that stuff, you know, after the banquet here, after all the smoke clears, you know, the second week of December and see exactly what we can do. Uh, 
I mean, you know, you know, Jimmy, he's uh, I think he's a pretty fast learner. So mainly we, you know, whatever NASCAR let us do test wise or go let him fill it out. You know, we're going to jump all over that. You talked a lot about, you know, the, the help, the support you're getting from General Motors. Mm-hmm. Um, Hendrick engines in, in, uh, in your cars this upcoming season. No, Richard Childress. Richard Childress. RCR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's they do such a nice job. Gilmore and them, Bob yeah. Fisher. You, you know, just yeah. Uh, I mean, they. I mean, Rich. I mean, Rick and uh, Richard have a pretty darn good relationship right do. now. They've got that deal kind of head in the same yeah. direction that Roush Yates has got. It really is, Jeff. It's not. You know, it's it's no. It's really not much separation there. And, you know, Richard and, you know, Pete, Andy and that whole group, you know, that whole group at RCR, Tory and, you know, Rich Gilmore, that, they did they did a, such a nice job. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we really enjoy that relationship with those guys. So, yeah, and the motor people, Bob Dodge, that works for them, you know, he's like a guy here at the shop. So, you know, just really enjoy that relationship. And, you know, so they're just stand-up guys. I mean, you know, Childers, you know, Rich, you've known Richard for 40 years too. So uh no, I've actually yeah. known him longer. Well, you have. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have. Oh yeah. when did you uh, get into cup racing? Uh I started helping um Jim Vandiver, Carl Adams, yeah. and did a little bit with Elmo Langley back in the uh 72, 73 era. Yeah. Right in there, and that's the first time. Yeah, first time I met Richard, he come driving over to uh, at that time Tony Benton, Tony Bentonhausen Jr. was running stock cars, and he come pulling up in his big hauler, which was a pickup truck and a flatbed trailer, and yeah, about six tires in the back of it. Big time, big time, man. Yeah, big time. Tony Benton, that was that bite of fresh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yep. that. Picture exactly, that exactly. Back in the day, uh, John would like to know, and I know this is going to be something that you know it's it's important to you because this is where I hopefully you know the relationship with the portrait will benefit, yep. you know, Petty GMS. But the fact that GMS does do and build customer cars, you know, and components for beginning teams, so that you yes. can get some good technology without having to be kind of like going down a rabbit hole that you don't you don't need to go down. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, our chassis shop for GMS fabrication, we, we service quite a few truck teams and Xfinity teams, you know, chassis and components and a lot of stuff to finish fab, you know, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of history up in that building. Has some really good people that's been around for a long time. And, uh, yeah, you know, just, uh, we got about 16 teams, 17 teams that we service, you know, uh, wow. from, yeah. So it's definitely, it's definitely a, a good business. It seems like, you know, uh, you know, just uh, we started, gosh, I started a business in 15, I think. Uh, and just from standpoint, we have four or five trucks and people are just quit doing it. Laughlin and, Ronnie, he was dabbling in it some, and, you know, Hopkins, you know, and we just decided we needed to control our own destiny. So uh, very fortunate Steve Levitt and Steve Levitt Jr. come in, got it up and going, you know, and uh, ended up Steve retiring stuff. So, yeah, we got we got the stuff, and we've uh, really been very fortunate there to – but, yeah, we – we well, you know, we've done – do vintage cars. I've done a couple for Bill, you know, his first Riverside win. Then, you know, then we did a Mercury. I think, in fact, it was a Mercury that Bill and George Elliott bought from Penske. That was an old Cam 2 car. Right. So, yeah, we've, uh, we do about anything. If, if we can cut and weld on it, we'll build it. But that, that's not really where you guys stop either. I mean, I've been to your shop and you you, you do your own decals and yep. there's your your company is is you pushed it in the direction of being self-sufficient. Yeah, yeah. We want to be self-contained. I mean, you know, just 
Yeah, we wrap our haulers. We do all our graphics. You know, uh, we've been doing that for about four or five years now, and it's worked out really well. Dick Clavitz does it, you know, and he and, you know, Billy Childers, they, they do an amazing job. And we just kind of did it just so we can control, especially like the trucks. You know, you get a you get a, a, a partner on Monday, at, you know, before the race and, you know, the other companies, they just couldn't get you the wraps or, or even, so we just said, you know, we're going to go down this route and it's uh, definitely the best thing we've, one of the best things we've done. Yeah. It's a one-stop shop. You have from building to, you know, about 18 days. We, by when they lay the rails, you know, we're basically bondoing, uh, you know, bondoing the trucks up and getting ready to wrap. So we, we did quite a few turnkey trucks for people, even ARCA cars. And right. Uh, we got the, I think undoubtedly Xfinity's made a, the NASCAR alternatives made a rule change because, you know, we seem like we got a, we got uh, Xfinity cars stacked up up there today. Seems like, I don't know what's going on. Must be a track bar or something. Who knows? Well, I was going to ask you about that. How hard is it to keep up, you know, on a daily operation? Again, now it's your cup business, truck, doing Xfinity, doing ARCA. How do you keep up with all the different series directors and rule changes, you know, that, that come up? And I mean, I've been a part of it. You know, you leave the racetrack on Sunday and then all of a sudden you get a memo at three o'clock on Monday afternoon. Oh, guess what? You can't be at the racetrack with this this weekend. Oh yeah, we we experienced that this year with the car. I mean, yeah, with that fire and stuff, you know. And I forget, it might have been Harvick's car. You know, they made a road change. I mean, which they should have. I mean, you know, so we react pretty quick to it. You know, the NASCAR people, they they always do very well now. I mean, Seth from the trucks and Wayne Alton, you know, uh, just great guys. And Brad Moran, of course. I have a really good relationship with Brad because he come from the truck series, you know, so good man. We talk, we, yeah. We talk quite regular. So yeah, me and Wayne Alton went to high school together. So, you know, it's, you know, so that goes back a long time and, and Seth, you know, he's, he, you know, he's doing a really nice job in the trucks. And honestly, if there's something going on, they seem to call me and just say, Hey, here's what we're looking at. And, you know, so, uh, okay that's that does really it actually puts it on the radar then then i i have a group you know got tom ackerman and chad norris does our trucks and you know you see up here in the fab shop you know uh dave buckaloo and steve nash they run that deal and so they're on it you know and so yeah it's a we have our meetings here staff meetings production meeting you know we just finished one up here at nine o'clock this morning you know and uh, as we get into the winter months here, we always set aside a, a day like Thursday afternoon at one o'clock. We get together, if, especially if it's a rule change, you know, and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Right. Then, we, then we get the drawing department involved, the engineers, then we draw the parts, and then we submit it, you know, and it kind of goes from there. I know this is not exactly the same thing we were talking about, pretty dang close. So John would like to know, do you see NASCAR heading into some sort of sustainability profile? And do you think NASCAR will ever do hybridization like F1? Well, I think they're going to have to eventually. You know, just, I just don't know when that's going to be. You know, there has yeah. been discussions about it, but, you know, um, you know, I think, I think the, the progression of you know you 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 see the new car i think you're going to see i know they're working on new engine stuff you know and basically trying to you know trying to you know generate excitement to bring new car manufacturers in new oems you know volkswagen nissan people like that which would be great for the series so uh I don't know. I think you're going to see the engine come next. And then I think you're going to see more of the hybrid stuff. You know, I think they're going to dabble in it from what I've heard, but you know, um, it's a tough deal. I mean, you know, we, I sit on both sides of this for, you know, being a old school purist, you know, you, you, the noise and stuff, but you know, you understand 
how we're going to grow. The market needs to grow. And it's like people can come to a racetrack and sit there and drink a beer and talk. Right. And, you know, so it's a big, it's a big division. I see the future there that we have to go there in some ways to generate excitement with the younger folks where it's an outing like a baseball, a football, a basketball game where, you know, but I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know if you and I will see that, you know, in a couple of years or what, but I do know NASCAR and the OEMs are working really hard on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the one thing that, and I know you get caught up in it. it we're not just talking about 2023. We're probably somewhere around 2025 or 2026 oh, already. Oh, and the yes, majority sir. of discussions that, you know, that are getting ready to come down the pike. And, and it, it's, that's yeah. the one thing that I see more than anything else that NASCAR has done in, in the last decade is accelerate and look farther down the road, whether it's the competition side or even looking at it from the next venue. I mean, I'm going to ask you real quick. I know we're getting close on our time. But I need to ask your opinion about going to Chicago and street racing. I think it's cool. I mean, I think that, I mean, this car is perfect for that. I don't know how it's going to be passing and stuff. I think, you know, the strategy stuff's going to come into play, mm -hmm. you know, but any new venue I'm excited for, because, you know, it's, you know, like the Coliseum deal was crazy, right? I mean, just so much excitement there, you know, yeah. but still from the standpoint, I think that a lot of it, I think we need to, I think we need to go to new markets and stuff, you know, because it sounds like that's what partners want. They want, to be able to experience new markets and stuff. But yeah, but the most exciting one I am is going to Wilkesboro, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're able to wrap that one up and get it out there because I am too. It's uh, seeing all the work that's going on up there. Uh, but more importantly, the work that's going on there is going to make it a better racetrack, but yeah. it's not going to change the personality or the character of the original. No, unless they dig that place up, that's the only way they're ever going to change personality that place, right? Yeah, for sure. I guess Mike and Judy, thank you. I, I just cannot thank you enough for spending some time with us here and uh, being one of the That's first, honor. you know, guys out the box here with uh, a portrait for Race Industry Week. Keep up the good work, and I will be up there to visit with you. We're finally gonna get to go to lunchtime pretty soon. Please do. Please do. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Registering on ePartrade is easy. To start. Click on the Join for Free button on the homepage. First, search your company to see if it's already in our database. If you see your company on the list, click on it to select it. Then, choose Claim Company if you are one of the decision makers, an owner, marketing person, or main company contact. Or choose Join Company if you are an employee, and press Continue. If you couldn't find your company in our database, select Register a New Company. On the following page, fill out your name, email, phone number, job title, and choose a secure password. If you chose register a new company, you'll need to choose your business type. Select supplier if you're looking to display products or services and connect with buyers. Choose racing business if you're looking to source new parts and connect with suppliers. Choose race team if you own or are a member of a professional race team. Then, enter your company name. Please provide a website, Facebook page, or LinkedIn if you have one, and choose to either claim or join the company. You can view and agree to our terms of use here. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, choose Accept. Finally, click Register Now and your registration will be submitted for approval. An email will be sent to your inbox. Please confirm your email address and you will be approved shortly. Welcome to ePartrade.